Hi, and welcome to Season 4 of Prairie Rose Possibilities Podcast. My name is Cami Canikins, and I will be your host as we take an end-of-year two check-in with the Prairie Rose Possibilities projects happening across our school district in southeastern Alberta. Today we are with Miss Rebecca Drew and Miss Tiffany Mullen from Seven Persons Academy of Fine Arts. Now, Seven Persons School is a K-9 school in our district with about 275 students. And the Academy of Fine Arts is targeted towards students in grade four to six, and they have 24 students this year. So welcome, ladies. Why don't we dig in and you can tell us about some of your biggest highlights or successes of this 22-23 school year. I like to say the play. It's always a big highlight for for me and for the students. Uh, They really enjoy doing it. They have the best time. Uh, It took them all of last year to figure out that they had the confidence to do it. And so this year they just went straight up and and, uh, put all their efforts forward and were amazing, which was really cool. Rebecca, tell us the title of the play and a little bit about it. The Enchanted Bookshop. And it's about the scatterbrained bookshop owner uh, who who's not doing very well. She's not very good at managing her bookshop, but this book fairy comes along and she brings these book characters to life. So Tom Sawyer, Pollyanna, Sherlock Holmes, etc. And they, they come up and she doesn't know that they exist, but they come to help her anyway. And you have three streams in your academy. So Rebecca, you are the drama stream. Tiffany is the music stream. And then Karen wasn't able to be with us today. Mrs. Dion is the art street. Tiffany, do you have a different answer to that question? I think some other highlights that we had this year was participating in uh, Eagle Butte's production of Elf in the first semester. We had, I think, out of our 24, we had 12 or 13 of our students here be part of the elementary ensemble on stage, in addition to a couple other students that uh, are in our grade six program and our, our grade three student joined. And then we had a grade seven student join the pit band. And then on top of that, I think still even right now, it's Kaleidoscope. We're pro- we have Kaleidoscope rehearsal tomorrow. Today's May 30th. So we're planning for Kaleidoscope this week yet. And that is our big focus the last couple weeks is to get there and and perform on stage. We have some bucket drumming with some glow up sticks, glow in the dark sticks this year. And um, and then they're going to perform a couple scenes from their play as well. Tiffany, can you give us like a description of what Kaleidoscope is? Sure. So it's an art festival, basically, of our whole school division that takes place over a day or two. So we have art and music workshops taking place on June 1st in the morning, being led by Prairie Rose people mostly, but we have a guest speaker with Sarah Neufeld doing some drumming in the theater. And then in the afternoon, we have a performance so it'll have mostly musical and dramatic performances from students across our division and then we have an evening show that's open to the public that parents and friends and family can come and see their kids on that big beautiful state and then in addition to that we have a giant art display where we can display up to like a thousand pieces of art it's kind of an amazing collection of what prayer rose uh students do all through the year so that all happens together for sure. It is super, I mean, it's all powerful, but to walk through that 
huge, beautiful building at the Esplanade and see the art from Prairie Rose students everywhere. That certainly is very powerful. When we think about our students, how would you say they have grown from exposure to or participation in a really focused? What I would start off with is uh, definitely their bravery and their confidence and how that has completely elevated uh, throughout these two years with the students just being more willing to step outside of their comfort zones uh, to perform in front of people uh, and just ready to learn new things. I think part of that too is just being good with the process that it takes to to go from being really new at something uh, to being a you know a novice at it and then you know gaining experience. So like it takes months to put on the play or it takes months to learn an instrument to a point where you're ready to perform with it in front of people or you feel confident or you know willing to take that risk. They're just a bit more aware of that it's okay for things to take time and just be good with that process of learning and that learning is part of the experience, not just the end result. And, and that's been really cool to watch over the last two years with the students we've had consecutively. That's a neat uh, way to look at it. Our young learners, we don't often have time to take something deeply, like, right? Like that whole process that just keeps going and going. And how, ladies, would you say your community has been impacted by your Prairie Rose Powers possibility and the fine arts? In art, I know Karen's not here in this minute. She would say that there's been many uh, local artists that have come to our school to give lessons or to do a project with our students during their art periods. Um, they've done a number of things. They've done some really cool paint projects, some really cool, um, like they did Fabergé eggs with a, a guest. They've brought people from the Esplanade, that kind of thing. So there's been quite a few guest artists this year. And then in drama and music, I'd say a large part of that is some connection between our students and Eagle Buttes because uh, Eagle Buttes students in their art program came at Christmas, but then also again here in April to help us paint our sets. So our sets for ELF came here and our students participated in that with Eagle Butte students, but then also our sets for um, for the play. And then also that music connection, being able to connect some of our students with students at Eagle Butte through the, the process with ELF. They got to see kind of where, where this can go if they'd like to keep up with it. Rebecca's play, she invited other students to other schools to come to our our play this year and that was really cool to the kids were so excited to have like a whole other school come yeah it was a really big highlight I, I was surprised at how much they were looking forward to another school coming so well that that sense of uh, authentic audience right and even with your four to six kids Eagle Butte is our high school so mo lots of our seven persons kids end up in Eagle Butte high school so it's kind of that down the road it's that goal it's where they're going to end up and then to be mentored and to get to work with those older students that's a, that is a neat any connection well and kind of an impartial audience too i think a little bit that that you know they realize that the, our school population is very much here to support them we we took our whole school to elf and then mm. our whole school can you know took their afternoon away from classes to come and watch the play. And so they know that that's a supportive crew. And then their parents, of course, are supportive in our evening performance. But this is like an impartial audience that got to see it, too. They had no connection to most of the students that were on stage. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of neat to have a group that was totally unrelated to the students that are on, on the stage and, and have them appreciate it for what it is as well. I really hope that we can maybe start having more schools um, and yeah. see 
and have that different audience. It was Schuler's school and they, they had just a small little audience, which was greatly appreciated, but it would be really fun to fill up the fill gym up. a little bit more. Well, ladies, it's the end of year two of our Prairie Rose Possibilities. What is something that has turned out quite differently than you might have first imagined when you were dreaming up the Academy of Fine Arts? Well, I don't think we had, like, we have actually a trip to Ken and Ask is planned next week with our students. I don't think we planned on doing anything like that when we started no. this at all. <laughs> no. So we're taking 24 kids to Ken and Ask is to Camp Catechazoo next week, where we get to do a whole bunch of things in, you know, team building and, and uni unity and as a year end wind up to a really fun year together. Um, so we're, we're gone three days here in June to do that. Um, I don't think we planned that. Even just more project unity than we thought we were going to have. Well, we were talking about that and we're talking about the trajectory and we're thinking that I suppose it will look quite similar, but obviously there'll be a, a new play. And as Tiffany and I have uh, really dug deep together to make sure that the play and the music fit, what else can we build on to make sure that all three pieces are hitting that same same mark. In year three of your program, will you have students who have been in Academy all three years? And how does that affect what you might do? Like from a music perspective, we do new music every year. So there, there it keeps an interest in it. And then um, some of the, the small group or independent work or individual work that my students do in music class I just push them along a little further. What are they, what are the next steps for them? Whereas the students that are brand new get to start that scaffolding from the beginning. So some of the students that are going into grade six next year have had now two years of us and have some skills and, and now they're maybe ready for the next step. And so I think for, from a music standpoint, it's just building on that next step. What is that for them? And they're all at different places. Some of them are amazing musicians that take, private lessons and some of them are this is where this is where they take their lessons and this is where they learn and so though that happens anyway regardless of the group that we're we're with but I think I'm looking at a group of, of students now there's a lot of grade threes that are uh, registered to join our program next year. And so from my perspective, I'm looking at a whole group of young students again. And so we might be looking at, you know, different kinds of group projects where we can mentor older students with younger students and start building some some capacity in, in teaching, but also in, in learning with our younger students. And for drama, I, uh, I was thinking of how I can incorporate um, some new learning experiences, but I was also realizing that some of the things they do need to learn, it would be great to start off with these new batch of students is starting heavy on articulation. <laughs> that one is, that's like a hard piece when they're nervous and they're up on stage and they have microphones and they don't realize that the microphones don't fix mumbling or <laughs> we're not saying things clearly. So I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to start building that heavily, more heavily into the program. Well, it's interesting how we learn as instructors and leaders as well in the process as we're as we're trying something new, because this has all been quite a new endeavor, right? That that kind of um, really focused time on arts. We don't often get that in a grade four to six 
not in its capacity. Like as a, as already an, an arts teacher, like I teach them the general music at my school as well to students grade one to six. And th this allows a lot more depth and a lot more indi like individual attention to those students growing as musicians as opposed to the entire group trying to grow together. This has a bit more one-to-one um, -one kind of a feel to it in a music from a music standpoint because each kid does have like their own jumping off point and what are we trying to grow on and oh we're brand new musicians or we're second level musicians or we've been playing for five years already like there's such a, a variety that 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 level of of learning is just really cool to to see how that grows and builds in our students and improv the <laughs> students really struggled with uh, what do I say? What do I do during the play when you forget your line? And uh, I found it very interesting because they would all just go very silent and look around at each other. <laughs> so but I would teach them a little bit more improv to help them uh, be confident in that area. But well, it's and it's interesting, right? So we're building, you know, this this group of young kids who have deeper skills at the grade four to six level, they'll go on to perhaps high school where there's you know more specific courses and learning. And then you, you mentioned Kaleidoscope of the Arts, which we host at the big, beautiful Esplanade Center. And that's just a, such a fascinating facility to be able to perform in. And all of those experiences, um, the more that we can pour into the arts at a younger age, the better that all becomes. So. Well, and it turns them into such great people. They learn how to speak clearly, or they can they can make things up on you know be a bit more willing to make things up on the fly and that kind of thing. So maybe that increases interpersonal skills. And so there's just so many crossover skills that that they take from what we're doing beyond us anyway. Whether they continue on with arts or not, but we're those are the things that we're always striving for. Keep them here because we love them. There are a lot of benefits to teaching arts yeah. of all kinds to our kids.